People have told stories of the strange and supernatural for centuries. Tales of the restless dead return to haunt the living. Whispers of damned souls doing the devil's bidding on earth. Rumors of inhuman things that still hunt the old forests, untouched by the glare of modern life. There may be more to these stories than you could ever imagine. Join us tonight as we delve into the deeper truth inside these mysteries. Hello friends, and welcome to the very first episode of Bizarre Tales. Welcome. I am Solway. And Dan. Okay, and uh, yes, we've had a name change. Uh, there's lots of reasons for that. One of them is because we want to do a little bit different content. Um, we still have the same stuff that we had on before, but we'll just be adding to it like uh, mysteries, some weird history. You know, that those kinds of things. That Yeah, yeah, just same stuff, but... More. more. Yeah, yeah, more of it. So, hence the name change. The name change is partly, obviously, because of the content will be changing or be added to. And partly because we didn't feel like the the realm of the supernatural, we didn't feel like people wanted to share it. Um, we didn't feel like people wanted to be associated with that, that name for very, very, you know, various reasons. So, some religious reasons and things like that. So obviously the name change helps with that, hopefully, with that yeah. sort of aspect of it. And you know, if you if you have been sharing the show, then obviously thank you very much. Uh, and obviously if you haven't, because of that, now you can, hopefully. So, um, right, you've got a story to do on some little gnomes. Well, goblin type goblin gnomes, gnomes yeah. yeah. And I'm going to give you a couple of little stories from, basically all our stories tonight are going to focus around Scotland. Yes, um, they are. The first one, though, takes place in the... Actually, there's two that take place in the Shetlands. And that is the story of the Wolver. Now, the Shetland Islands, for those who don't know, is a group of islands about 100 miles off the northeast corner of Scotland here in the UK. So the Wolver, then. It's a werewolf-type creature. But not the traditional werewolf that, you know, man sees moon and turns into beast. Or, you know, this bloodthirsty creature of the night that goes around hunting people. It's not that at all. It's a very different kind of werewolf. It's a more benevolent werewolf, if you like. Now, there was a lady, Jessie Saxby, who wrote a book on traditional folklore from Shetland in 1932. And she talks a little bit about the wolver in there. The ancient people believed that the wolver was never a man and it was never a beast. It was somewhere in between. It was almost like a spirit, if you will, a guardian of the forest. So that's kind of where he fits, you know, in our world. But Jesse talks about people knowing where this thing would live, and it would tend to make its burrow in a cave or a burrow on a on a steep hillside where it would not be uh, molested, as it were. She puts it. So there's this notion of. If you leave him alone, he'll leave you alone. Alright, but then it does say later on in some of the tales that he would kill in self-defense. You know, actually he's not totally benevolent, although he is in, you know, more or less his nature. And on that, he was known to fish. Alright. If you think about him, he's a werewolf, he's got short brown fur, 
man's body, face of a wolf, no clothes, but people did see him on, from time to time sitting on this rock, which later got the name the Wolverstain or Wolverstance or Wolverstone, um, where he used to fish. And people regularly see him there. Like again, if you say if you leave him alone, he left you alone. But this benevolent nature would come out when people got lost in the woods. He would beckon them to follow, and he would lead them back to the safety of the town. Also, if you heard about people falling on hard times, he would take a fish to the house and lay it on the windowsill. So when they woke up, they had something to eat. Um, which again, you know, there's a lot going on there, isn't there? But the other thing he would he was known to do, more like you know, the Irish sort of folklore, the banshee. If a household was uh, had someone that was ill or someone that had recently passed, he was known to come and stand in the yard and watch the house, almost like giving his respects. Which would again make you think, what realm is it from, or what? Uh, where would it? Where would it sit between? You know, because something like a banshee, where do they sit? You know, mm. do they? They are. Well, those things there, where he's got someone falling on hard times, or you know somebody's passed in the house. Now that leads you to think that there's a little bit more going on in the spirit kind of world. Yeah, you know, that's what he, I mean. He's got that sort of link to it for definite. But there's lots of parallels in the Wolver. If you think about it, between modern day sightings of the Dogman and the Wolver itself, we don't need to go into massive detail either about it because most of you will be aware. But things like you know people talking about having an encounter miles from their house and then seeing this creature outside their house. Yeah, you know these things, and this does go on. So you know there is some parallels there with this creature, but essentially that is the wolver in a nutshell. Um, the sightings seem to dwindle off. You know, in the modern era, you don't really get them from the Shetlands now. Yeah, um, you do get some strange things going on in Scotland itself, but on the islands, not so much. So that is the wolver in a nutshell. Yeah, quite an interesting story, I think. Um, yeah. You know, like I said, you've you've got quite a lot of similarities between that and and other creatures that people probably do know about. Um, like I said, the name being very close to that of werewolf, which would be where you I think your mind would first go when you think of something like this. Yeah, well, that's what it is. Um, I mean, well, to an extent, it but like, it's yeah. a lot more. But it's a lot more. It's got a lot more going on. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot more friendly. I just wanted to point out as well. I was thinking about that. The other show we did, the Slab Aliens, mm. and um, I was thinking about that that poor bastard that had that alien abduction. It's like I just I don't know why I was just sat on the toilet or whatever, and I was just thinking about, it and I thought, how lucky is he? Or I don't know if that's the right word, but I'm going to use it just for now. How lucky is he that he had an alien encounter? But how shit is that that he got to meet these fucking the aliens? The worst like a, aliens. One that looks like a toaster. One that looks like a, a letterbox. Yeah, the and worst one that looks like type a, of... a wedge of cheese or something. But yeah, it wouldn't be... Uh, it's not much to talk about, is it? It's not. It's like... You can imagine, can't you? You sit down in a pub and put on me a beer and, you know, he's like in his 70s and that. Did they ever tell you about the time I met the aliens? No, you didn't. Well, there was a flash of light and everyone's like, oh, wow. And then time starts to... Whoa, whoa. And when I got aboard the craft... This one looked like R2D. Oh, for a fuck. It's just yeah. not. You know, it just right? doesn't Did know. They touch it? Did they, there's no, 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 no probes. It just stroked me with their arm and vanished. And Yeah, it's not. Uh, 
not the best story. But is it makes this? it more believable. If obviously, if you want, if you want to listen to that episode, you won't know what we're talking about. Yeah, go back and listen to. I think it was a couple of episodes ago. Slab aliens, but it makes it more believable in the sense that he's not trying to egg these. Yeah, why? If you were going to make up an alien abduction story, you wouldn't make it that you'd shit. You do, you do a, yeah. a Whitley Streamer, wouldn't you? Yeah, blood, you'd go over the top. There's blood pissing out my ass, and yeah, you'd go I over the top. Didn't go to the doctor. I thought it must be aliens. Yeah, crazy story. Good one to listen to, though. Right, you got some gnomes we want to talk about? I have, yeah. So, um, I've obviously just got back from a recent trip to Scotland. Yeah, um, you're not allowed there anymore. No, no, won't be long till uh, Elf passport. Nicola Sturgeon shuts the border. Um, but, I went to a castle... Um, which was covered in graffiti, and I can't remember the name of it. So if anybody does know it, uh, have a look. Is there a cock? No, no, no. It was, it's uh, like quite a well-designed. Oh, you mean proper graffiti? Yeah, proper yeah, graffiti. Like no, no, no. Um, so if anyone knows the name of that castle, let us know. But um, by this castle, they had a little garden, and they were garden gnomes in it with red hats. And my my kids saw it, and they were like, "Oh, it's, it's a garden they have gnome them in America." What, garden gnomes? Yeah. I don't know. If you don't know, I watch the not. film Gnomeo and Juliet. It yeah, oh yeah. Gives... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the, the deer, isn't he? Yeah. Um, so yeah, my kids saw it and they're like, oh, it's gnomes. And I'm like, so there's a little plaque there and I read and it said the red caps. And I thought, oh, I don't really, like, it makes sense. They wear red. You know, most garden gnomes wear red. They do. Yeah. So that's, that's all I thought. And then obviously I got back and that won't be fine, by the way. That was the chair. Yeah, yeah. I believe you. Um, I got back and I, I had a look at this red cap because that's what they were called, red caps. And I thought, nah, that doesn't make sense. Like, why, why not just call them gnomes? Well, I found out that basically a red cap is a malevolent goblin. No, I. Yeah. So red caps are easily distinguishable for their namesake red hat and fiery eyes, which makes sense. Mm. Uh, their caps are red because they dip them in blood of their human victims. Bastards. Yeah. Um, red caps wear iron boots but are very swift on their feet. So it says that you can never outrun one, even though they've got like really heavy yeah, boots on. Yeah. Uh, they also are about three to four foot tall, which is quite big for a gnome. It's bigger than what you'd think. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they. If you if you said to people. How high would you think a gnome was? Uh, you go in inches. Yeah. inches. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would say the same for goblins. I don't think people would normally have thought of goblins to be sort of three or four no. foot. Um, but these these uh, creatures are sort of three to four foot. Um, and they reside in the castles along the England and Scotland border. Um, so they are quite, you know, they're quite popular in. I would say more in Scotland than than England because we tended to build castles to keep them in rather than to stop them from coming into us. So we sort of, as we pushed forwards and put the border up, they put the castles there and then the border moved back down. So ma- majority of castles along the border are actually in Scotland. Um, and but the, these red caps, they could move. So they, they could move from castle to castle. So they weren't necessarily one red cap to each castle they they could go they could go around um but they had 
they were known to have very sharp uh, like talons, like eagle claws, um, which is what they would use to kill humans. Um, they were short and wiry, and they had long white beards, so they looked like old men, which I think is quite strange. Because I think if you come across something like that, my immediate reaction, you see an old man, because that's what they look like, yeah. three or four foot, with a long white beard and a red hat, you're probably going to want to go and talk to him, and this thing would rip your throat out. So, um, It says, like any goblin, all that is needed to repel them is the holy book, the holy words. Generally works. You yes, them, yeah. it does, if you it's know quite it. quite heavy. Yeah, I don't know, literally, other than... Like, thou shalt not kill. I don't really know anything out of the Bible, so... Don't think a gnome's going to be too interested in that. No, nor do I, but that's that's the only... Like, there's very few quotes I know from the Bible. Um, the most infamous Redcap was known as Robin Redcap. And he was familiar. He was the familiar... So, obviously, I'm assuming most of the guy- listeners know... Most of you guys know what a familiar is. For those of you so. who don't know... It's uh, like a creature that it belongs to a human, almost like a pet, but a little bit more than a pet. It's, an, it's a spirit that will do your bidding for you. Yes, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, and that can be any. It can take any sort of form. Mm. So and a lot of like witches would have cats. Yeah, and they would hence, be familiars, and they would carry out their. Hence why we killed things. a lot of black cats in the yeah. 1600s. Um, but th- this guy, uh, this Robin Redcap, was the familiar of Lord William de Sully. Uh, which doesn't oh, sound oh, very yeah. Scottish to me, but that's his name. And there'll be someone who, who is in Scotland who knows the proper pronunciation of that. Um, but Robin reaped much harm and ruin in the lands of the master's dwelling of Hermitage Castle, which still exists. Men were murdered, women cruelly abused, and dark arts were practised. So much infamy and blasphemy was said to have been committed at Hermitage Castle that the great stone keep was thought to be sinking under the great weight of sin as though the very ground wanted to hide it from the sight of God. So that's that's just how much havoc this one little creature could cause. Um Sulis uh for he had evil he was he was quite an evil man um and he met a horrible end as well. Um, he was taken to Nine Stain Rig, which is a circle of stones. So for those of you who have seen something like Brave, I know you're not a Disney fan, but if you have seen Brave, you'll know what the circle of stones are um, at Hearth by the castle. Um, and he was wrapped in lead and boiled to death in a cauldron. with Stonehenge or... No, I'm going straight for yeah. the Disney. You guys... These, these guys know Disney. Ow! Just banging the table. These guys know Disney. Don't don't shake your head at me. Everyone knows Disney. Just you that doesn't like it. But he was wrapped in lead and boiled to death in a cauldron. Nice. Which, yeah, that's what he got for basically the amount of evil that he created. Because the people didn't realise that it was Robin doing this evil. This is the story that they didn't realise. That's who, they believed it was just him, and he was that evil, and he was just a horrible, nasty person, and that's how he met his end. Um, but the red caps, like I said, they move from place to place, um, and they do move along the lowlands. So obviously, when you've got Scotland, you've got the Highlands, um, which technically is anything past Stirling Bridge. Although if you're Scottish, it's a little bit further up. But the British call, or the English say, Stirling Bridge is the borderline to the Highlands because that's where we beat them, and 
that's where it was. Um, so that that's where the, the English call it. And we but, just but fucking the, say so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but the lowlands is basically the border, the border of England and Scotland. Um, and like I said, they haunt them. But w- with the, the killings, a red cap has to kill every three days. So if they don't kill every three days, the redness of their hat will dry out. Yeah. And they're as soon as that just dry they die so they have to have fresh blood being put into their hat every single or well, every okay. three so days kind of like a plant yeah kind of but it's like water. yeah it, it, it's quite quite a gruesome story that if if they, it dries out do you think it is a hat then? I don't know I don't know I know fact, to our eyes it looks like a hat but... it might not be yeah but then the stories say that they take it off and dip it in the blood. Oh, well. It's an but it could... Well, yeah, it could be. It could just be like their scalp. I don't know. Um, but it just says, outrunning the, the buck-toothed little demons was impossible. Like I said, they were that fast. You just literally... Um, you just you just couldn't outrun them. No. Um, even though they were small, old, heavy boots, you, you couldn't outrun them. Um the only way to escape one, like I said, is, is a quote from the Bible. But when you quote the Bible at them, they lose a tooth and then they disappear. But the tooth remains in the ground. So there are people who have these red cap tooths or teeth that believe that they actually have have one of these teeth in their possession. Um, and like I said, they're just they they look like an old man. Um, the very little hair on their body or no hair on the body um, and along with the clawed hands a lot of them would carry like a scythe um, or a pike so it's very very old fashioned very medieval types of weapons and yeah they were pretty ruthless and, and pretty dangerous um, you know they, they're said to murder mainly travellers who stray into their homes um, one of the best ways or one of the, the more well-known ways of them killing people is by pushing boulders off cliffs yeah that'll do on it. top <laughs> I mean sleep people sleeping like yeah that's yeah. a brutal way to go but yeah so you, if you ever are traveling along the borders of Scotland and England you uh, you want to stay away from the castles because you could you could find a red cap who wants to take your life. Um, there is actually carvings um, it's in Hermitage Castle um, you can actually see a carving of this Robin Redcap um, he's carved into the wall so this isn't just like a, you know like some some of these folk stories are you think oh well there's no real historical background to it well this the fact that there's a carving of this exact creature in the wall um, and all of this happened around the time of what you would know as Willie, well, we know as William Wallace, um, would know as Braveheart. Um, you know, everyone's probably seen the movie. Uh, just a side note on that: Braveheart was actually uh, Robert the Bruce, not William Wallace. So that entire film is useless because they gave him the wrong name. But um, yeah, it's around that sort of era, around sort of the, the 1200s. This is where they were very, very prevalent. I say. Mm. So. Interesting. Yeah, a little bit different, but like I said, when I saw the uh, when I saw them at that castle, I thought I've got to I've got to know a little bit more about them because it's just not something you see. You just assume it was a gnome, but yeah. I suppose like we've got they were toys. Just to clarify, I didn't actually see yeah, yeah. one. 
they were ornament versions of these. They weren't actually really running around. Do you like the Lincoln Imp, which is kind of a similar story to mm. that type? Maybe we should mention that next episode. Yeah, but it's Lincoln. Yeah, well, it's still a good story. <laughs> we but don't actually, like Lincoln. You know there was one in town as well? What? The Imp. No. Yeah. I didn't. We had one in town as well. I know the town's named after a Viking. Well, we had a we had an imp that came to town. Anyway, it was it's part of the Lincoln Imp story, but yeah, 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 very very similar in that sort of aspect. But that being said, um, so that's those two stories. We're gonna do a couple more Scottish stories for the people who have uh, got the Apple subscription. So if you want to get over there and join, I presume you just do it from the podcast player and it it's done. I I have no at idea. At the moment, I presume you can only do it from Apple. I don't know if that will change going forward no, I actually don't even own an Apple product so I wouldn't be able to tell you that's what I mean I think there would be a, they'll find a way of implementing with the Android won't they they'll have to I would have thought so, so yeah. is, it, is the uh, extra episode going on to Patreon for those of yeah we'll keep going can't. on to Patreon as well so obviously if you're on an Android and you want to get the additional shows then Patreon's available mm. as well and uh, we can put the shows on there ad free as well if that's something people want, then that's what we can do. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's the name change. Obviously, if you can share the show, leave a review, all that good stuff, we'll have to get an email sold for this. But at the moment, mm. if you want to send us a story, you want to come on the show, or you want to, you know, send us a story that happened to you, a weird tale, and that can be anything, um, then send it to supernaturalpod at gmail.com for now, or hit us up on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, that'll yeah. have to change the name of that won't it but yeah so it's a work in progress at the moment yeah. but obviously yeah. if you see it changing your feed then you know why yeah you know, we had you know it's the same show it's just a different name and hopefully like saying people listen to this then can now share the show uh, and that helps us out massively you can share it on your social medias um and you know leave comments and oh yeah 100 percent. the more the more you guys um get get sharing and and you know even even simple things like um you know like simple reviews on on itunes yeah. or even um, even things like you know sending us like say you've got a story that you want us to cover that kind of stuff mm. even that you know yeah, just or, emails that and we'll have a take a look at it for definite or come on the show you know with zoom is pretty pretty well worked at the moment um we've me and lee have done a few episodes uh, over Zoom yep. and they've not sounded too bad so you know if, if you guys have a story that you want to get out and you want to do it in a certain way it might it might be that uh, you end up either recording with just one of us depending on who's available at the time but I you know definitely get yourselves on it um, and, and let us know because I'm sure every I, I would have thought majority of people listening to this podcast um you guys, I would assume you've got some form of a story because, to me, your curiosity peaked into this type of podcast has to come from somewhere, I think. Yeah. Um, and even if that is a simple thing like, um, you know, one of your grandparents passed away and you hear doors slamming upstairs or, you know, something simple like that, that can be your door into this type of world. Um, and open your eyes out into something a little bit different. So, yeah, yep. get in touch. Okay, so we'll go record the members episode. And uh, thank you very much for listening. And we will see you 
on the other side. Well, they've gone. No, just for now. It wasn't the right time for us to meet. But there'll be other nights, other stars for us to watch. They'll be back. Thank you.